The ovarian palace is the uterus. This is where life is made. And if it's a beautiful term, ovarian palace, you can imagine it as a palace, which it is. Then you're tapping into the ovaries and you're bringing the energy with your eyes closed, you're doing this practice. You're visualizing the practice of moving this beautiful energy of the ovaries into the ovarian palace. Welcome to Fit as a Fiddle. My name is Dr. Sneha Ghazi, and I'm a physical therapist and business owner in New York City. Each episode, we bring you phenomenal guests in the health and wellness industry who share inspiring tips and tangible advice. This podcast is for a community of people who want to keep their mind, body, and spirit healthy and thriving. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe, review, and enjoy the show. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's show. We have Fausta Tamburino. She is a Chinese medicine acupuncturist and a priestess. And we're really excited today to hear about the work that she does uh, in New York City to treat the feminine energy. So, Fausta, thank you so much for being here. Thank and you for having me. I would love for you to explain your work to the audience. Well, I am a healer of sorts. I practice acupuncture. I practice yoga and I teach yoga. And I also work with the jade egg through the Taoist lineage. Um, That practice itself, the sacred feminine arts of using the jade egg through the Taoist system is not just about this egg. It's not a fetish object. So we're doing a whole practice. And it's really for enlivening the woman and making her vital from the inside out. It connects your, your sexual energy, and it is just the energy moving into the spirit channels and really nourishing the whole woman, the whole body, inside out. So tell us what that is, because I'm sure people are like, jade egg? I've never heard of this. So it's a yes. physical jade egg-shaped Object. Yes, it's a, it's a physical egg. It has a hole drilled in it. And it's, I actually use three different eggs, different stones for different reasons. We have obsidian jade and rose quartz. And it has a hole drilled in it. And it's a soft, you know, it's, a, it's, it's the hole is to string. They used to use silk, but we string um, a dental floss through it that's not flavored, obviously, for obvious reasons. So you can retrieve it, and you're also using it for isometric exercises. But anyway, the whole practice is about moving this multi-orgasmic energy through your whole body. So because your only organ, no organ in your body has multi-energy, like your spleen, your liver, your kidney does what it does. Only sexual energy is multi-orgasmic and can multiply, which is really incredible. So explain when you ta- that for me. Explain that to you. Um, so we're able to have a certain amount of eggs that we're born with. Um, that energy we can tap into and use. We can make many babies with it. We can create things with it. We can nourish ourselves. So you can have like one orgasm, let's say, or you can have multi-orgasms, which people have heard about this, or they've heard, some people have heard about the jade egg through Gwyneth Paltrow, but it's not a fetish, fetish object. It's not something 
that you use in practice for just one thing. It's not just about the vagina. So you're able to tap into your sexual energy, which is really constantly able to move and generate. And you can move it through your body and into your crown chakra. So what we do is we do like, we start off with a practice, which is an hour and a half long if you're doing the full practice. It's like a yoga practice. You start off with um, sitting and doing an inner smile because the idea is to tap into your body and smile into the energy of each of your organs and your cells. You're transmuting the energy. You do an inner smile, then you move into doing breast massage. You're doing six healing sounds. The six healing sounds specifically tap into each organ. Each organ has like a negative and a positive virtue. So negative, let's say your heart has um, grief or, or you're feeling, you know, sadness, and then you're transmuting it to joy and compassion. So you're basically transmuting all this energy because you don't want to multiply negative energy. Nobody right. wants to multiply sadness. You want to multiply joy and compassion. Right. So first you go in, you clean your house. It's kind of like yoga asana that way. Right, you clean your house, you're moving your body, you're doing these practices, and then you get the virtues of your practice. It's like cleaning your house. You get the virtues of living in a clean home after you clean it. And you don't want to spend too many hours cleaning, right? You just want to spend some time. And then eventually you do the jade egg practice. You insert this egg, you know, you're doing some lying down practices. It tones the pelvic floor, which is incredible because you're really able to uh, manipulate the energy and be able to move it and control it the way you want. In yoga, we call them bandhas, right? They're really not locks. They're like dams. You actually control how much energy and where you want to move this energy. To have that kind of power over your body is magnificent. Amazing. I have a few questions because I've never seen this specifically. How large is the egg? Well, the egg is different sizes. There's small, medium, and large. The medium, I typically use medium. Let's say it's like an inch wide and an inch and a half long. Okay. So you clean it. I know there's been people who don't know anything about this practice because I've been doing it for 34 years. Uh, You clean it. uh, You wash it. It's not going to hold bacteria. I've never had a problem with it. So I have more questions. Now, when you do this practice, but what do you say to someone to help them hone into it? Like, what are they supposed to feel? And how do you, how would you coach someone to understand this feeling when to them, maybe this just feels like there's been a dilator, which is something that people use often if they have, you know, painful sex or if they have, they're trying to, you know, postpartum release scar tissue. They, people can use dilators to help just like a, a foam roller internally almost, gently. If, what if they're just feeling that sensation and they don't understand the spiritual energetic connection? How do you speak to someone about that? Um, so when I practice with people that don't, first of all, there is this thing called the microcosmic orbit. And I hope this is going to answer your question. It goes in Chinese medicine, and, or not even Chinese medicine, just in the Asian practices, if you're doing Qigong, you go up the spine 
and down the front channel. That's an orbit itself. It goes down the perineum, up the anus, up the spine, down the front. That channel has to be kind of open to move this energy. Um, it's, it's like yoga. You can come into yoga or anything in life doing for one reason. But sometimes things open and you go, oh, there's other reasons to do this practice. Okay. So I hope I'm answering your question. You know, the, doing these practices clears up a lot of energetic stuff going on internally for women. There's a male's, men's practice too, but I don't teach men. I only teach women. I'm female and I think that's realistic. So, you know, if you have stuff going on internally, whether you're too tight, too loose, um, everybody's had sexual stuff going on just because we live in a very patriarchal system. So everybody gets this energy. So it clears up the energy and also tones, makes your tissue supple internally. Once you get a hang of practicing, it's easy to move the energy up into the crown chakra and even further um, and then back down into your body. The idea is not to check out and go up and not go down. The idea is to be here embodied. Right? Yeah. So I guess... Did that answer you? It, it does answer it. But I guess what I'm trying to ask also is what, how do you physically sit in the session coaching? Like what are the uh, words you would use for someone to pick up on this? And the reason I'm asking is because I mechanically, like what you're saying about toning the pelvic floor and making the tissue supple, from a mechanical physical perspective, I can, I can understand how to coach someone because I do that as a pelvic floor physical therapist, right? Yes. Like I understand this and... I would be curious to know in this Western world where there is a lot of holistic and Eastern medicine that's being introduced, how someone would be able to understand cues, like a verbal cue or a, a tactile cue that could help them tap into something like this. Is there some movements that they can do? Is there visualization? Is there something that can be said? Is there music? I don't know. What, what, what kind of supplements their understanding of this? Well, you know, this is so great because when I sit with women and we practice, whether you're alone or we're in a group, a small group, I teach them the practice, like yoga, right? So you feel, um, we're sitting in a chair. We're not on, the, on a zafu on the floor. You're meant to be sitting in a chair. So your, nine, your legs are lined, your knees are lined up with your ankles, with your hips. So that's an easy seating, sitting position for everyone. And what you do is you, it's when I get to this point, when I ask you, to pull the pelvic floor up. So what you do is you kind of press your feet into the floor. It activates kidney one on the sole of the foot. It activates the muscles in your feet, which activates the calf. And then you squeeze the thighs a little bit and your buttocks. So you're pressing the energy up into your tailbone sacrum. Mm. So we'll all ask you at some point, we'll do the ovarian, it's called ovarian Kung Fu in the ancient texts. It's probably called many other things because, you know, it was a, it's a beautiful practice. So it's not really dogmatic. We tap into the ovarian energy. So you go into the ovaries, you move the energy down and you're making this beautiful elixir. There's a, many parts to this. So I'm, I'm taking everything kind of out of context because you're doing breast massage and you're mixing the nurturing energy of the breast with the loving energy of the heart. And that's an elixir in itself. 
then you visually bring this down and you're also um, brushing it down with your hands in this beautiful like pink mist and you're bringing it into the ovarian palace right so this is part of the practice of visualizing and showing women how to do this the ovarian palace is the uterus this is where life is made and if it's a beautiful term ovarian palace you can imagine it as a palace which it is then you're tapping into the ovaries and you're bringing the energy with your eyes closed you're doing this practice you're visualizing the practice of moving this beautiful energy of the ovaries into the ovarian palace so you're creating this beautiful cauldron of energy and then you start pressing bringing this energy down into the perineum and pressing this energy up so you're making this gorgeous elixir you press your feet into the floor you're activating the legs you're ex you're energizing the kidney channel the spleen the liver you're really energizing all the channels of the legs to press the energy up into your into your um, spine and slowly we're doing this together now because this energy is very it's a little bit heavy it's a little bit heavier energy so you have to really like guide it it's easy to do it sounds complex it's like anything when you think about it it's more complex when you're doing it it's like oh this is not a big deal i can move this energy up and you know there's a beautiful term like when i have you bring it up into your spine you're you're moving it back and forth like a wave like you go up into your tailbone sacrum then you go back down and then you go back up so you're releasing and then you're pressing into the floor and you're relaxing your muscles and your legs and releasing and then you're pressing again and then you get it to your into your um it's called the jade pillow to the back of the skull where this oh, wow. where the neck meets the the skull and then eventually you go to the pineal gland which you were talking about right the chakras and then you go down to the front channel so there's a physical practice to this like yoga and it's more than just strengthen your pelvic floor, which is something that I just do. I do that for patients because there's a medical necessity to do this and this is what we're gonna do, or relaxing. It's doing that and then it's taking it to a whole new level, which I think is so fascinating. Which is it why really I love is. your work. Thank you, I love what you do too. You're helping so many women. Uh, I mean, I, this is one of the places that I think people have so much curiosity I mean, look, the world, people are so interested in sex, but they're not meant to talk about it. But this is sexual energy. It's kind of like the same, but separate because you do get the benefits of having a fascinating, like wonderful vagina and having control because back in the, I mean, there's many texts written from thousands of years ago about this practice. This is not something I made up. This is something I learned out of curiosity myself when I was 20. And, um, Sexual energy is the most powerful energy in the world. We tap into it. We use it all the time. Yeah. We just don't think about it that way. The connection between the brain, the heart, and the, the life force energy here is powerful. That's why people don't, they lose control. And that's why we're in a patriarchal system partly is because of this, because women are very powerful. And it's I been written it. in the ancient texts in China. I have books about this, how powerful women were and how women were suppressed because men wanted to empower us. They tried to, you know, and they're very young. They have a very, they're very strong. 
we're very yin. And without yin, without the earth, there is nothing. So we come first, they come second. It just is what it is. I love men. I'm not a misogynist. I'm just <laughs> telling, it, telling it like it is. So yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. It's wonderful if women can learn and let go of their shame. Um, yeah. And then, you know, acupuncture mimics all of this stuff. It's incredible. I'm just right. so excited about this practice. The same source. Exactly. And so, okay, so now we're, that we're talking about acupuncture, how do you sort of use acupuncture for sort of a sacred feminine arts jade egg practice-like form? Um, if women come to me specifically for that, there are acupuncture channels that go through your genitalia or uh, different points that go into the anus. So, I mean, this is all encompassing because the webbing of your pelvic floor, you know, I mean, it, 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 there's a, so many acupuncture uh, channels that go through there. Also to your breast, obviously. So, you know, I mean, we're having women... Women hold things in the breast, men hold it in their prostates. Your glands hold toxins and lots of emotions. So I think women should be taught at a very young age, by the way, to do breast massage. So yes, um, acupuncture can heal all these tissues, right? It helps release the channels because channels get stuck. Yep. Yeah. And it's interesting because even if you think about it, like for somebody who maybe not believing energy at all whatsoever which is it's interesting because that's how we're alive right but if there's no concept of that there's still a concept of blood flow lymph flow oxygen flow things flow in our bodies and the yes. second you start opening things up there's so much evidence about how increasing and improving your lung capacity by just taking fuller breaths opening up your alveoli can have amazing benefits from multiple different health perspectives and standards, right? So it's not just, if you, if you even let go of the energetic side of things, you get so many benefits. But we know, you and I know that, and many people do believe, that there is a sense of energy that flows into our inner bodies and every tissue, that it's our life force. It keeps us alive. And posture is huge and movement is huge, which is why I love being a PT. And massage as well. It keeps things circulating. Because there's a whole, you know, lymphatic drainage that PTs do for lymphatic conditions. And this taps into that as well. It's getting rid of toxins, getting rid of blockages. So That's so great. It's all intertwined. Every person is. is saying similar things in different ways. Exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah. I love it. So, I mean, the only thing is, is like the difference is that I came into this practice at 20 years old, desiring a connection with God. Like I wasn't look, looking to strengthen my pelvic floor. I wasn't looking to clean out my limbs. I could care less. I wasn't thinking about that at 20. Right. I was thinking about, I don't understand my, my Italian parents' Catholic religion. I don't understand why am I a sinner when I have all these great, I feel so good in my body. There's something wrong with me that I'm not happy here. I need to find God somewhere else. I'm using God as a word, but a universal force. Yeah. That's what was my driving, my desire, my fire was to get to find God. That was my, the energy that forced, was forcing me into these practices I found. That I was so, I was such a seeker. I was so desperate. 
who are the people who typically come to seek services from this sort of practice? What are kind of their symptoms or their emotions? Like what are, why would they come to seek this? What would be wrong that they would need this? Well, you know, it's interesting you ask me that. Most people that come to me are curious. Mm -hmm. I don't think they have anything specifically wrong. They have a desire for something more. It's like whatever, I guess they come to me because they're really just curious. And then I've, lately I've had some women that are my, around my age, I'm 55 very soon. And they are, you know, been around a while, had several kids, have been married for 30 years, and they just want more. Like, it's just not enough. Um, I think this, I don't really have anyone that has anything wrong yet. I haven't had that. I've had curious people because I think this practice is so esoteric and people probably think it's so out there, maybe, you know? Okay. So, yeah. And I, I, think, uh, I think also, let me just say this out loud. This story of that you dry up when you're older and your bad vagina becomes, I don't know, something like, like an old haunted castle. I don't know. <laughs> an old haunted castle. <laughs> Seriously? Throw that away. I don't know. I don't know who sold this idea. I think it was probably a man. I don't understand it. I know people have uh, hormonal issues like estrogen changes, but. Movement is really what keeps everything alive and healthy, right? Anything yes. that's not used is going to decay. Anything that's not like actively contracting, relaxing and moving and being used and not ignored is going to stay vital. There are ways that we could work around it, right? And there are a lot of things that we can do. And the most important thing is if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. How oh, I love that. That is so true. Yes, you want to have longevity. Every group around the world, doesn't matter where you're from, have practiced longevity practices. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. I want to stay vital and young. I feel amazing. I feel better now than I have when I was 20. I could tell you that. That's amazing. And I'm surprised. And you look great too. I, I love feel it. great. Thank you. Thank you for the compliment. But yes, I feel great. I thank you. I feel good. I feel really good. It's amazing that I feel this good. Nobody, yeah. and I thought I was buying into that same thing that everybody else was buying into. Like, oh my God, when you turn 55, life is over. No, <laughs> it's not. It's yeah. great. And you know, what's so incredible about practicing this practice is specifically is you come in for one reason and then you come in, like I realize, like now that I'm older, I go, you know, I just want to be, you know, you move the energy into your brain and you circulate it. You want to keep your brain healthy and stay sexy and sensual. Yeah. I mean, that's where I'm not a man. I'm a woman. I hold sexual energy that's feminine. Right. Right. I'm a feminine. I mean, I'm of feminine essence. So, you know, I, I think these are like, yes, I totally agree with everything you're saying. It is a practice. You need to do it. And why would you not do it? This is about you and taking care of you. Yeah. Yes. That's it. I love it. We're, I love we're everything in it. that we just talked about today. This is amazing. Thank you so much for your time. It was such a God, pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone gained a lot of new information out of this episode. Please subscribe and review the show. It means the world. I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode.